This NFL Week 11 Player Props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new customers a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, November the 17th, currently 11.42 Central Time, 12.42 on the East Coast. Here to get into our NFL Week 11 player props for the Sunday games. And joining me here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as the voice of the NBA PropCast. And, of course, one of the hardest working men in the sports betting industry. It's Crispy Captain Chris, what's going on, my man? How you doing this Friday afternoon, brother? I'm good, you know. Excited to be on the pod again, man, as always. Hopefully we can keep giving out winners. Yesterday, just kind of reflecting, I know me, you, and Rod talked about how Thursday night football was supposed to be such a, you know, such a good and positive experience for all of us viewers. And then we see we see Burrow go down early and, uh, you know, the, the Ravens never look back and, you know, got that game over with pretty early. So, uh you know, still looking for a, a very highly competitive uh, Thursday night football game, you know, and we we haven't quite been able to get there. But other than that, uh, you know, things are going well. Um, I went, I did go one and two. We we always transparent, and the two players that I that I took the over on um, both ended up, you know, being hurt and not coming back in the game. That was Joe Burrow over his past attempts, and Mark Andrews. I'll, I'll also just like to add that both of those guys were off to really really good starts and kind of trending towards. Uh, you know, getting those over. So it was looking like a sweep. But we did get there, uh, you know, with the anytime touchdown prop for Gus Edwards. You know, I talked about it being plus money and wanting to get there. And then over his 10 and a half rush attempts as well uh, at plus money. So it wasn't too too bad of a night. Salvaged a little bit of it, but it could have definitely been better. Yeah, I think the unfortunate for you that you had the Joe Burrow over on his pass attempts and I took the under uh, on his um, uh, passing yards. And I think, I think there would possibly would have been a way for us to both get there. Um, just because I was looking at, I watching, or I was, I was watching the game, but also keeping track of it on the box scores that they really didn't have like big explosive plays. And again, maybe it was the injury that I know there's controversy going on right now, whether that injury was disclosed or not by the Cincinnati Bengals about Joe Burrow. But um, yeah, we'll see what more comes out of that. But yeah, I also had a one in two night. Um, as well, I had Tyler Boyd to go over on his uh, receptions at four and a half. He finished the game with three. Uh, also had, I'm um, oh, sorry, I went uh, two and one last night. So I had uh, Joe Burrow on the underpassing yards and then uh, Lamar Jackson rush attempts to go over eight and a half. And um, I think good news for uh, us uh, for the Thursday night football game, at least Chris, that we swept our best bets. And I believe that we got a couple of screenshots uh, from guys uh, playing on the daily fantasy apps and, and they put our best bets together for an entry and they got home uh, with some cash. So hopefully we can continue doing that uh, this uh, weekend uh, for the NFL week 11 games. But I mean, yeah, you mentioned it, Chris, that we finally got a, a pretty good matchup on these Thursday night football games. So only be derailed by injuries. So um, 
the severity of those injuries, I know Mark Andrews looks like he's going to be missing the rest of the year uh, more than likely because the x-ray did come back positive for him. So it looks like he'll be done for the year and then we'll find out what the severity is for Joe Burrow uh, on the hand slash wrist injury. That was uh, that took him out of the game last night against the Baltimore Ravens. But nonetheless, Ravens do get the victory 34 to 20 last night. And, Chris, we saw an over uh, happen in prime time last night. I know the trends I've been talking about, I think it was like 11 and 0 or 14, 11 or 14 in a row that went under in prime time thus far this season. But um, a huge win, obviously, for the Baltimore Ravens. And we'll see what happens with the quarterback position for the Cincinnati Bengals uh, for this upcoming, um, or at least I should say for the rest of the season. Uh no rod today, unfortunately. Like I mentioned, when I, when I have the two hardest working men uh, with me on the propcast, uh, the scheduling gets a little tough and uh, the work piles up. But I know uh, Rod's uh, churning out some articles and he also has some uh, other work that he has to take care of as well. So he'll be back as usual next week for the uh, Thursday night football. Or, or yeah, next week is going to be a bigger menu for us to pick from Chris because we got three Thanksgiving games next week. So we'll try to uh, do that pod earlier. And I know people will be busy with family on Thursday. So uh, definitely looking forward uh, to breaking that down with uh, Chris and Rod for next week. Chris, let's dive right into it, my man. Let's get into our player props here for NFL week 11, man. Why don't you lead us off? Let's do it, you know. So we're going to start with a quarterback, and we're going to start with one that – well, not even the quarterback. You know, me, I'm searching for matchups, you know. We, we're looking directly at Mr. Phillips himself. The Detroit Lions will be at home taking on Chicago Bears, and I'm going straight to Justin Fields over his pass attempts. The number – to me, I thought it was a tad bit conservative. 28-and-a-half is the number. It was this when I checked it last night. I woke up again this morning. I was like, I know they probably didn't moved it already. Nope, still there. 28 and a half, no juice, only minus 110. So uh, love this number for Justin Fields. And it's a play on these, you know, really uh, good defenses that are forcing teams into passing the ball and kind of limiting the rush. Detroit, you look at them, they're forcing opposing quarterbacks to pass the ball 64% of the time. That's a Pretty large number. Um, it's actually the second largest in the NFL right now. Um, nearly 36 pass attempts per game is what teams are averaging versus Detroit because their run defense is so stingy. This has been something that we've been hitting on throughout the season. And if it ain't broke, we can't fix it, you know. Only two quarterbacks of the nine that they faced so far have actually had less than 29 pass attempts. So should Justin Fields go over? Absolutely. You go through and look at Fields on the opposite side, Phils, he has at least 29 pass attempts in four of his four of his past five games uh, that he actually finished in those games, right? We know he got hurt and went down in one of those games, so of course he didn't go over. But um, four for five is what 80 percent, you know. And then if I'm looking at only if I'm looking at seven out of nine, I'm not sure exactly what that number is. But both of those correlate to you know Detroit doing what they do, slowing down the run, making Justin Fields beat them. And I think that's the script for this game as well. So give me Justin Fields to go over his 28 and a half pass attempts. You know, it was my favorite uh, quarterback prop to start this week. Yeah, I mean, you talk about this, number one, this Detroit Lions team is that they are a team that can uh, put up points in a hurry, right? Again, we talk about the offensive talent that they do have. I know you talked about uh, Amaran St. Brown last week, but they have playmakers not only in the running game, but also in the passing game. And they can put up points quickly. And again, if they get... Just going by game script, that if they if they get ahead in this game, they are I think a, a favorite outside of a touchdown in this game. That if they do get ahead, that you know uh, Justin Fields gonna have to throw the football here uh, for the uh, Chicago Bears uh, offense. And I'm trying to find because I feel like 
the Bears rushing, uh, sorry, the Lions rush defense, I believe, is one of the better ones in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, so season long, they're only allowing 79 rushing yards over the last three games. I know they they faltered a little bit down to giving up 108, but um, I think that, again, this is going to be a game like you mentioned here, Chris, that Justin Fields is going to have to throw the football because that running game is going to be pretty much non-existent uh, for the uh, Chicago Bears. So do love this one. Um, all right, I'm going to go over to the game between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm looking at I'm going to look at DTR, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, the starting quarterback this week for the Cleveland Browns. And I'm going to take the over on his rushing yards in this game. That's at 18 and a half. I feel like this number is a little conservative um, for DTR. And he did start one game, I believe, this season, um, or he came in a relief appearance um, for, I think, Deshaun Watson in one of those games. But nonetheless, he had four attempts, 24 rushing yards in the in that game. And then I went back and looked at the preseason numbers as well. And the attempts are there. He did start the four games uh, or did play in the four games for the Cleveland Browns in the preseason. And only in one game, he got over this projection. But the other two games, he was pretty close. I know one game he finished up with 18. I think another one he had 17 in. But we take a look at the Steelers' pass rush, right, led by TJ Watt. I think this that... If the reads aren't really there for DTR in this game for his receivers, I think that's just going to enable him to use his legs. And we saw that what he did uh, for um, uh, for UCLA when he was in college, right, as a starting quarterback there. But I think this might be an opportunity for DTR to, you know, use his legs, scramble a little bit, because we know the pass defense for the Steelers and the rush defense, frankly, has not been very good this season. But uh, I'm going to take DTR here over 18 and a half rushing yards. I think this is numbers a little conservative here, Chris. Yeah, I, I was actually looking at this morning as well. You know, it's crazy you said that um, because I was listening to I was listening to something and they were talking about you know him getting a nod this week. Um, you know, at the at the starting quarterback position with uh, you know with Watson being being done for the season, and um, I saw that 24 the, the, those four carries for 24 yards. You know, and I do feel like. Um, you know, just based on based on script, we we got the lowest total on the board as well. You know, I think that's yeah. that's important yeah. to mention, right? I think this total is what 33, 34? Like it's something crazy, crazy low. So to me, what that tells me is this is you know gonna be one of those games where you you do kind of have to you know grind it out. Um, so I think because of that, you know, it's it's going to be one of those games where, in my estimation, um, I think Pittsburgh does their best job of kind of limiting the rush. And this and this and they they make uh you know they make him beat him in the you know with his arm and if that's the case then he's gonna be standing back there and it's gonna be times where he's gonna have to scramble and uh, I think this number is a tad bit conservative as well I do think we probably see this number trickle uh you know upwards probably as he especially if he's able to complete this game you know and he goes over we'll see yeah. this number be higher next week a hundred percent. Uh, yeah, that total is 33 in this game uh, between the Steelers and the Browns. Browns right now sitting as a one-and-a-half-point favorite uh, as it stands right now. All right, Chris, before we uh, continue the conversation here, let me tell everyone about uh, Bet365. We're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. 
props, sides, totals, live betting, Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlays. Plus, they even have an early payout offer that if your team goes up by 17 points, you're going to get paid out. Sign up today and choose between two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no-sweat bet or bet $5 and get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365 or use the sign-up link in our show bio. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And Ross, we're brought to you by Price Picks. With the basketball season here, you can now pick a combo projection across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made and receptions. And if you also want to play alongside some of your uh, prize picks, Favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew, Andrew Schultz. You can now find community plays under the promos tab on the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if you, one of your players gets injured. With football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an in- injury insurance policy. And if you had Mark Andrews yesterday and you played it on price picks, well, you would have gotten rebooted because Mark Andrews got injured in that first half and didn't return in the second half. That's why price picks is so great. Uh, hang with us at the end of the episode. We'll put together a price picks entry for our NFL week 11 um, entry. So all you got to do is go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash sgpn and make sure you use that promo code sgpn price picks daily fantasy sports made easy all right chris let's get over to player prop number two my man what do you got so i was actually gonna say this one for last you know but since you since you're already in the game i'm gonna stay there with you and uh you know it's an ugly one people might have to close their nose for this one <laughs> but we going we're going same same game we're going uh Jalen Warren. i'm taking this rushing yards you know and i know people don't like well, people want more unders from us. So that's what I'm giving them. I'm giving them an under. Rushing yards, and the reason why I say this is an ugly one, because rushing yards is only at 39 and a half. Mm-hmm. But, but he's had back-to-back games, you know, where he's rushed for 88 yards and 101 yards. So why did his number come down so much, you know? What, what does the books know that we don't know? I'll tell you here what I think it is. First of all, we already talked about the total being low. Um, and I think it's a situational spot, right? Like you look at you look at this back this backfield for Pittsburgh, in, in this is split, right? I, like you kind of go through and look at the numbers. Jalen Warren is he's he's gotten more carries over the past few weeks, but Najee Harris is also still getting carries too. Like, and when I say split, I mean like 15 carries for one and 16 carries for the other one. It's mm-hmm. been that split down the middle. And we could see, you know, Najee ha- have be the lead back, be the feature back to this week. Or we could see Jalen Warren do it as well. Either way, I think they both struggle on the ground because they're getting a Pittsburgh, they're getting a Cleveland defense that I think really in a situational spot, you know, have to get the ball away from Pittsburgh in order for them to be successful in this game. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to see, right? I think, I think Pittsburgh defense, I'm sorry, I think Cleveland's defense is really going to step up in this role being, you know, very, very low total, not a lot of points be, you know, probably going to be had in this game. And they're going to have to rely on their defense without, uh, without uh you know Watson being available. You right. kind of take a look at, you know, some of some of the the other running backs that they've faced recently. Um 
last week, they only gave up 65 yards combined to, to the Baltimore Ravens, which has one of the be- better rushing attacks. Um, week, <laughs> week, week nine, they gave up uh, 10 rushing yards um, to, to the Cardinals backfield. <laughs> Seattle did get them for 119, and, and the Colts did as well for 132. Um, but I think, you know, being at home in a primetime spot, I think we, I think we see some – some some very very stout rush defense and you you kind of got to limit the rush and make Pickett beat you and I think that they are able to do that this week so I know it's an ugly number I know it's a low number you know but I'm I'm willing to go out on that limb and take the under 39 and a half rushing yards here for Jalen Warren off two good games as well yeah and you mentioned right the 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 teams that got over 100 uh rushing yards against this team yeah Ravens did it as a collective group. Gus Edwards, 48, 21 for Melvin Gordon. I don't even know he was still in the league. Justice Hill, 3 4, uh, 33. Um, Colts, I know the two Colts guys got, got it done with Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. Um, and then Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker also did as well. But when we talk about these division games, especially with the Steelers and how they have to win ugly, especially this season, I mean, we know the offense has not been very good for them. Uh, this season and Matt Canada has struggled calling plays and you know this team has struggled to score points and I think this is going to be one of those games where we do see it turn ugly and again we if you want to reference back to the game on Monday Night Football I think this was a second or third week that final score was 26-22 but if you went inside the box score I believe the Steelers got two offensive t- uh, sorry two defensive touchdowns in that game I think the first one Sean Watson on the first pass of the game, he threw a pick six to Alex Highsmith. I believe they also got a, um, a yeah, a TJ Watt 16 yard fumble recovery. So I think this game is going to be ugly. And the, again, like you mentioned, the total is only 33 in this game. Uh, but I think that, yeah, for Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, I think we saw a couple of weeks ago where Mike Tomlin said that both of these guys are going, or at least Jalen Warren is going to see an increased role. But I don't think going up against this Browns uh, defense is going to produce very many yards uh, on the ground here. So I'm with you for Jalen Warren. I was looking at the over on his uh, on his uh, receiving yards, but I couldn't get there just yet, just because again, like you mentioned, the total being 33. And again, I think that everything's going to be very, very limited uh, in this game for both of these teams, in my opinion. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, all right, for my next player prop, going from something ugly that we haven't seen a lot of production from, or don't expect to see a lot of production from uh, at least in the Steelers and Browns game. I'm going to go over to a player that maybe is kind of flying under the radar and maybe a lot of people haven't noticed what he's been doing. I'm looking at CeeDee Lamb here, uh, Chris. I mean, Jesus, if you guys go through his box score right now, what he's been able to do um, when he's actually getting fed the football has been absolutely phenomenal. And maybe that's something that they figured out that the Dallas Cowboys is, hey, maybe throw the ball to our best receiver. I don't know. That might just work a little bit for you to produce points in this game or this season. But CeeDee Lamb, over the last uh, four weeks of the regular season, has produced at least 110-plus receiving yards. But let's focus in over the last three weeks here, Chris. 14 targets, 16 targets, and 14 targets. So that's what, 20, about 44 targets right there. And he's been in double-digit receptions in all three of those games, 11, 11, and 12. So that's what, 22 and 12 is, what, 34 receptions? And you take a look at the yardage, 158 receiving yards, 191 against the Philadelphia Eagles, and just last week against the uh, New York Giants, 151 receiving yards. So 
it seems like that Dak Prescott and the offensive coordinator have finally figured out that, hey, let's throw the ball to CeeDee Lamb. And I think that continues here this week against the Carolina Panthers. I know this is another game that has a low total of only 42 and a half, but I think that the targets are still going to be there for CeeDee Lamb. I'm looking at his uh, number right now of 81 and a half. So I'll take the over on uh, on CeeDee Lamb here, over 81 and a half receiving yards, Chris, against the Carolina Panthers. Dude's been killing him, you know. I know we, when we talk about the Panthers, we typically talk about them like giving it up more so on the ground than they do through the air. But this defense mm-hmm. has kind of regressed, like just in general. And I think a big part of it just comes from them having to be on the field so much, right? We know that their offense isn't really – they're not moving the ball down the field methodically and scoring a whole bunch of points. I mean, they even struggled it against, uh, you know, Chicago Bears last week to do that. And they were, yeah. you know, that's one of the wor- worst defenses in the league. So I can only imagine in this spot, you know, they're going to be on the field a lot, you know, like, and that that's going to slow them down a lot. So, um, you know, he, he's been in advantageous matchups throughout the, you know, the last few weeks. And like you said, as long as, you know, the Cowboys don't find a way to screw it up by not throwing them the ball, you know, if he should have, you know, a lot of success in this game. Um, you know, I think, is this the biggest spread on the board? I want to say it's the biggest spread on the board as well. Uh, I think the, the Dolphins one is probably the biggest one at 13 and a half and the Niners are at 12, but I think this one is the third the largest one on the, on the board. Okay. Yeah. makes a lot of sense for him, you know, to probably get in the end zone as well. Um, so yeah, yeah I like CD in this spot, not a cowboy fan at all, but <laughs> we're trying to make money. I, I back CD in this spot, you know? Yeah, I know. I think that um, when I was doing the pregame shows with Lante on Sunday mornings, that um, I do remember that the Carolina Panthers had significant injuries in their secondary as well. So, um, and I'm just looking at it right now. CJ Henderson, uh, cornerback, he's in a concussion protocol. He didn't practice on Thursday. Xavier Woods, as of November 15th, questionable. Um, I know J.C. Horn a while back was put on the uh, IR, but he was designated to return from injury on Monday. We'll see if he plays or not. But again, this defense has been decimated by injuries for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, All right, Chris, before we get into our next round of player props, let me tell everyone about game time. Look, it's that time of year where we have college football going on. um, College basketball started a couple weeks ago. We also have the NFL, obviously, in full swing. NBA season has started as well. NHL. Uh, is going on as well but hey maybe it's not a sporting event you want to get out to maybe you want to go out to a comedy show that's in your area or even a theater show or even a music concert that's in your area um let game time help you out with that because buying tickets to those events shouldn't have to be stressful game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for not only sports but like i mentioned music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have some of the great things about their app, they have flash deals and last-minute tickets available, and it's easy to find and buy tickets for every type of event in your area. You also get images of your seat views, lowest price guarantee, and event cancellation protection as well. So forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. They get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, Game Time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are. And before you actually buy the tickets, you can get images of your seat before you actually buy them so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. 
Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set to go. The tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you don't have to dig it through your email or wait for them in the mailbox, worrying that they get lost. Nope, it's sent directly to your mobile phone there. So make sure you download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Ross brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with circle stats and data. Enter any parlay ID into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Chris, let's get into our next round of player props here, my man. What do you got? All right, so we are going to the... We're going to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay will be on the road in San Francisco this week. San Francisco looked like um, they were the competent football team that we all kind of expected them to be uh, last week in that dominating 34-3 to, to three, um, get win over the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is supposed to be a competitive game. After losing three straight games in a row, you know, I think that they're, I think they're bad. I yeah. think they're back. You, you know, of course, it might may have taken, you know, some time to get Chase Young kind of acclimated and, you know, get everybody kind of back up to speed. I think they dominate in this game. I think they roll again. Uh, you know, the, the Bucks have been uh, a thorn in, you know, some backers' sides if you are wanting to fade them at times because we have seen them kind of play up to, you know, I, I think exceed expectation would be right. So I'm looking at, <clears throat> I'm looking at Rashad White in this spot. You know, I, I love him to go. Under as well, so I got two unders for the show. Under on his receiving, on his rushing yards, and he's been getting carries. Like I, I went through and looked at it. He has back-to-back weeks where he has at least twenty carries, but doesn't really scare me too much. The number's forty-five and a half. It's it's a low number again, but these are numbers that you kind of just play and you live with the results. So you look first and foremost at the at teams that are playing San Francisco, and they're running the ball just one third of the time, thirty-three percent. That's the second fewest, the second lowest percentage in the NFL. So similar to the Detroit defense, San Francisco defense is the same exact way. And they're, they're really, really stingy, specifically at home. So I think in this situation, you know, you you shut the run down and, you, I mean, what else would you, you – who else would you want to to have to beat you, you know, outside yep. of uh, – outside of um, – uh, what's, what's my man name? You know, why am I, uh, Baker Mayfield, you want yeah. Baker Mayfield, you want to put the ball in Baker Mayfield and make him have to beat you. So I think that that's what, what they do. Opponents are only getting 83 yards per game, which is the fourth fewest as well in the league. And you look at, you look at Rashad, White. he's only over, uh, he's only ran for 46 yards in two of his, uh, last five games as well. So I think this number probably comes down as we get closer to the season, uh, as we get closer. I think sharp money will make this number come down. But as we get closer to game time, you know, if I don't expect this one to trickle up at all, and I do expect sharp money to come in on this under, uh, like I said, I know he's been, you know, carrying the ball, kind of going over this number in the last couple of weeks. But against that Tennessee defense, which used to be kind of stout against the run, and the Houston, your Houston, Texas defense, you know, I do think that he's in a primetime spot to go under his rushing yards here, uh, maybe because of lack of carries. I don't think he's going to get 20 carries in this game. 
And, uh, you know, maybe because they'll be playing from behind, so they, they can't even utilize the run as much. So give me Rashad White, I mean, under his 45 and a half rushing yards, minus 114 on FanDuel. Yeah, this correlates with what I have with Rashad White. I took the over on his receiving yards. And again, like you've, if you expect the 49ers to shut down the running uh, attack of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or lack thereof, I think they're going to have to utilize Rashad White out of the uh, backfield. And this has been a prop that's cast for me more times than now when I've backed Rashad White uh, on his receiving yards because, again, they're getting him involved in that backfield. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast many a times that, you know, Baker Mayfield is going to. He's going to try to make that big play. If that first read's not there, he's going to dump it down. And we've seen that uh, with Rashad White. And Rashad White has made the most of his opportunities when he's gotten those, um, you know, whether it's a screen pass or whether it's, you know, a dump down. I mean, last week we saw him take a 43-yard uh, touchdown, um, sorry, a 43-yard pass to the house uh, for a touchdown. Um, you know, the targets may not be there as as much as I would like, but again, He's still averaging about four targets per game over the last five games. And again, just kind of go through the game log, 65 receiving yards, 70, 46, and 47 over the last four weeks. And if you take a look at running backs uh, through the air against his 49ers uh, rushing attack, um, they've had success, at least pass catching the football. So last week we saw Dearness Johnson had 28 uh, receiving yards against the Niners on two carries. Joe Mixon, three for 23. Uh, Cam Akers, two for 30. Kareem Hunt, three for 24. Uh, Tony Pollard, four for 35. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Amari DeMarcardo, uh, three for 21. So you kind of get the theme here, and I'm just asking him to be a little bit better, and he's been that you know guy that's kind of, I guess, the security blanket uh, for Baker Mayfield, if he's not able to find a read down the field, where it's with to Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, whatever the case might be. So I took the over on his receiving yards. That number was at, I believe, 26 and a half. Uh, let me just double check my notes here because I had to restart. So I think it's on my other page, but let me just go to um, where I had it. So receiving yards for Rashawn White. He is at. Yeah, 26 and a half. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to keep continue taking that with a shot right here, uh, Chris. Perfect correlation, you know, so they just stopped the run and then he's still out there in the backfield and he catches all the passes for you and he gets all the yards. I think I think a pivot, you know, and I, and I love your rece- receptions to go uh, your receiving yards to go. I think the pivot could be his receptions as well. I was looking through the yeah. numbers and he has been able to, you know, just kind of get those. Um, catches and I'm I'm pretty sure like if you if you're Tampa Bay in this spot and you understand the San Francisco rush defense is one of the better ones in the league, you're probably already strategizing for you know ways that he can be a, effective outside of you know just rushing the ball. So I I, I love this spot for you, Minoff. Hopefully we go two for two on uh you know all these players we got the better on. We both go on Rashad White. So hopefully we we can we have a perfect read and we can we can get both of those right. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. All right, let's get over. Do you have any more? You want to get? Is that three we gave out each, or we have one more round? That that's three. That's three. That's we three. Gave out okay. Yeah. All right. So let's get into. Or do you have any honorable mentions you want to give out before we get to touchdown props? Uh, so not not a hundred percent sure. I, like I haven't gotten there yet on anything else, but I will say, uh, you know, if we if you know, you know, when we talk about the NFL prop cast, you know, um, you know, just just looking at the spot for. Uh, you know, the, 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 um, I know you kind of touched on it with CD Lamb looking at the spot mm. for the Carolina Panthers. Um, we know Bryce Young is throwing the ball 500 times a game. He's gonna have to, he's not, yeah. he's not, you know, they, they adjusted the number. We were hitting, you know, on 28 and a half, 29 and a half. That number's up to 33 and a half. 
So it's almost like one of those totals where, you know, it uh, he's already been getting that as well, but they adjusted it up. So what did it tell you? <laughs> so I think, you know, you could we could definitely go, um, you know, just just kind of look through the numbers. He's He's been crushing the number. He's going to be in a spot where um, we would all kind of expect them to be playing from behind against the, the Dallas Cowboys in this game. And he's going to have to throw the ball. So, um, you know, I, I would expect them to expect them to go over um, there. You know, that would be probably the biggest honorable mention that I'll, uh, I'll throw out. Uh, Amarase Brown, I think, is also in a in a pretty good matchup against Chicago Bears. Yeah. You know that the Bears defense have been has been um, relatively good against the rush, but they they continue to struggle against the pass. And uh, I know you've been cashing throughout the season, you know, on his longest reception to go over. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at his just look at his targets, his target shares, uh, his yeah. receiving yards, they they've been there. So you know that connection that he has with Jared Goff has been pretty special this this year, um, and it's really allowed him to shine. So I think over on his receiving yards with what um th- those are on my short list. I haven't haven't bet either one of them yet. All right, uh, all right. So let's get into our touchdown scores uh, for this week, and then we'll get to best bets and then we'll do our prize break entry. So who, who's finding the end zone this week? So one of the guys I just kind of I kind of spoke of was Amara St. Brown. I like him. I know he's uh you know it's kind of chalk. Like sometimes I think you just kind of lay it. He's coming off a game uh, last week where he scored, and um, I think he finds the end zone back to back weeks. You know, it's only plus one hundred five on DraftKings, but he has four touchdowns on the season. You look at the Bears defense, they've given up 10 through the throughout the through the air uh you know this 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 year and they didn't give up any last week against uh the Carolina Panthers. So um I think that you know <laughs> it makes sense that you're not giving up any against Carolina. Yeah. But um I, I think Amaras find, finds the end zone again this week, you know. So I like I like Amaras St. Brown to get in the end zone against that Bears defense. I also like Tony Pollard. He's the other guy that I'm pretty pretty high on this week. Um, he gets the Panthers defense and, you know, they've been vulnerable, um, you know, to giving up rushing touchdowns as well. Uh, Tony Pollard has th- this, this, this defense specifically. And I, I like Tony Pollard to get in twice, you know, so he, at one, he's minus 115. So you're laying a 15 cent. So the book's kind of, you know, expecting that, but to get in twice uh, on FanDuel is plus 550. I, I think he scored, I think he could find the end zone twice this week, you know, five games this season. Um, this team has actually given up multi-touchdown games, and I'm talking about the Carolina Panthers. Uh, it hasn't happened in four weeks, so it kind of feels like it's you know due to you know they, they're kind of due to regress. Um, so I like Tony Pollard to get in the end zone twice this week at plus five fifty. I'm gonna say Brown. Uh, those are my two favorites at plus one hundred five. Yeah, everybody's kind of waiting for uh, Tony Pollard to show up because he was the pretty new shiny toy that was gonna make your fantasy team get to the uh, the championship, but um, I guess a lackluster season thus far for uh, Tony Pollard, where he's only scored twice. But again, yeah, this is an optimal opportunity for him uh, to find the end zone for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, kind of confused on why this number is at where it's at. Um, I'm looking at TJ Hawkinson to find the end zone that's at plus 295 and i want to go back and this is something that we met talked about last week when we talked about josh Dobbs, right because we talked about how he likes finding um his tight ends when he was with arizona whether he's with um the uh minnesota vikings now and last week tj hawkinson 15 targets 11 receptions 134 yards and I think the only thing that might um, make these odds so high is because I believe the Broncos are one of the better defenses, I believe, against the tight end position. 
No, um, they did not. Did not. You know, they actually actually one of the worst as far as giving up yards. I see them yeah. at uh, 620 yards. The only team that's given up more is the Cincinnati Bengals, which is why I targeted Andrews yesterday before he got hurt. But yeah, I mean, you know, target wise, they they're bottom bottom five. Uh, I'm sorry, bottom ten. Um, and then I'm looking at touchdowns. They've given up four to the tight end position and the most that's been given up so far is the new Orleans saints. I think that's a spot that we, we kind of targeted earlier this year as well. So they're, you know, bottom 10 in that category as well. So continue. Cause I, I'm right there with you. I'm on Hawkinson as well. Yeah. Because last week Dalton Kincaid found the end zone uh, against the Broncos defense. And then I know they've only given up a four total uh, to the tight end position, but they gave up two to Cole Komet, Dawson Kincaid last week. I know Travis Kelsey didn't find the end zone against them, but uh, like you mentioned, they're giving up the yardage as well. So at plus 295 for a, a quarterback that loves his tight ends, give, give me TJ Hawk, man, a close to three to one. Uh, I love that. Uh, so I'll take TJ Hawkinson there. Um, you know, before you continue, let's just let me just tell the viewers this. I will be tailing that one. Hadn't really looked into much into it. The dude has 27 targets in the last yeah. two weeks. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's an error or what, but I mean, yeah, go jump on that. I mean, TJ Hawkinson. Um, live with the results, damn, you know. Yeah, we'll live with the results. It's just a value play, especially. I mean, I thought that would number would be closer to like sub like 170, 150 around that range, but. I mean, if they want to give it to us, uh, we'll we'll find it and we'll we'll take the value there. Um, another guy I do like here, Chris uh, Brandon Ayuk, to find the end zone against the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. I believe the Buccaneers are still giving up the most receiving yards um, to the wide receiver position this season. I think this is about, might be a game, uh, a prime game for Brandon Ayuk to. Um, have a number or have a big number of receiving yards wise, but also find the end zone. I know he's only had three touchdowns on the season last week. He did find the end zone. I think it was a first touchdown score for the 49ers against the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. So um, I think this is a good game for uh, Brandon Ayuk. So I'll, I'll give you Brandon Ayuk uh, at plus let's see. I see a plus one fifty five on that. Um, and then I'll throw out one more here for, uh, for, for, um, the Titans and the Jaguars game. I think either it's going to be one of the two running backs. I do find the end zone here for the Titans. Derek Henry's at plus one sixty, but then Tajay Spears is at plus three sixty. So sprinkle a little bit, maybe half a unit on both of those. I think that uh, either one of those guys for the Titans does find the end zone. So uh, those are the three that I like: uh, Henry or Spears, and then we'll go Brandon Ayuk and then uh, T.J. Hawkinson to find the end zone. All right, Chris, let's get into our best bets here for uh, the Sunday slates. What do you got as your best bet? So best bet, we're going back to the top of the show, Justin Fields, man, over his 28 and a half pass attempts. I think that the Lions come out here and force this guy to pass the football like they typically do. Like I said, 36 attempts is what, what teams are typically averaging, and that's that's seven lower than this, than this number. And I do think that Detroit has scored a ball. I think they'll score – um, you know, a lot. And I think Justin Fields will be on the field for a lot. And I do think that Detroit will stop the run. They'll get back to stopping the run like they typically do. And Justin Fields is already 80% to this number at four for five over the season. So give me Justin Fields. You don't have to go over his 28 and a half pass attempts. You can get that without juice right now at minus 110 over on BetMGM. Love it. Uh, all right. For my best bet, I, I was going to give out... Brandon Ayuk over on his receiving yards. 
But I'm pivoting here because I did get some news about my Texans and that Noah Brown is not going to be playing this week against the Arizona Cardinals, which if you remember early on within those first four weeks, or I think it was after week one that when Noah Brown went on the IR, it turned into tank Dell season uh, for the uh, Houston Texans. And if you take a look at what Noah Brown has done over the last two weeks for this Texans offense, 153 yards against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 172 last week against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so that's going to have to be spread around as well. So I think that guy is going to be tank Dell this week for the Houston Texans. Um, he's been pretty good over the last two weeks as well. He's been in double digit targets, but, Hasn't really translated into a lot of receptions. He's had at least six receptions in the last two games, 114 yards against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and 56 against the um, Cincinnati Bengals last week. I'm trying to find an updated number here on Tank Dell for his receiving yards. Um, that's at 56 and a half. So I'm going to take the over on that for sure here. Um, Nico Collins should be back this week for the Texans. But again, I feel like Tank Dell has been the more consistent guy at least over the past several weeks for the Houston Texans and early on in the season when Noah Brown was not there. Um, I'll quickly read off what Tink Dell has done uh, without Noah Brown uh, in the lineup uh, this season or as a, um, a guy that suited up. So 72 yards, 145 yards. He had 16 against Pittsburgh, but then he had 57 against the Atlanta Falcons. So three of the four games without Noah Brown, he's gone over this projection. So Tank Dell over 56 and a half uh, receiving yards. That's my best bet here, Chris. Yeah, no way I could talk you off. Um, your boy CJ Stroud looks like uh, Steve McNair when he took the, the the Titans to the Super Bowl. You know, he just, <laughs> he's slinging that thing all around the field, man. And I I wouldn't get in the way uh, of what he's doing right now. He's having an absolutely magical season. He's finding guys open down the field, putting the ball pinpoint. Uh, you know, super accurate. He's attacking all levels of the field as well. He's throwing the deep ball. He's throwing the intermediate routes. He's you know completing the checkdowns as well. And if you're telling me that he's going to be without one of his favorite targets, then I'm probably going to look at the other target, you know. So um, this to me really feels like and I think one of the reasons why we've been on specifically you and me kind of just telling you on TJ Hawkinson so much is because they're also without one of their big weapons over there. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, to me, it seems like an absolute no brainer. Not going not going to drill it at home anymore. But absolutely. I will be telling you is that on that one as well. All right. Uh, let's put our price picks entry together before we get out of here. So, uh, I did put in Justin Fields more than it's at 28 and a half pass attempts in this game, uh, against the Detroit lions. I'm going to go ahead and throw in uh tank Dell in there as well, uh, for the Texans, uh, that number is at 58 and a half. So more than 58 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Chris, you want to give us uh, one more, uh, that you like this week? Yeah, let's take one of these unders. You know, we got to get put a un- slot of under in there. Yeah. Let's go. Right. Uh, let's go, Rashad White, because I know you like this, his receiving yards over yeah. and perfectly correlated with his rushing yards to go under in this game. Um, so yeah, let's go, Rashad White under. He's only only got gotten over forty five and a half uh, in two of his last five. And um, like I said, I just think that the way San Francisco dominates the 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 game and you know makes their opponents pass, they're only giving up eighty three yards on the on the ground. I don't think that he's going to get. You know, 40, 46 of those. So give, give me, let's let's throw Rashad White under his 45 and a half in there as well. All right, so we'll throw in Rashad White there right now. It's at 44 and a half over on Price Pick. So we'll see. We'll take we'll see something less than on that. So just to recap our entry over on Price Picks for the NFL Week 11, Justin Fields more than 28 and a half pass attempts, Tank Dell more than 58 and a half receiving yards, and then Rashad White 
less than 44 and a half rush yards. Uh, that uh, $100 entry uh, for those fantasy players will get you a nice payday of 225 if all three of those uh, do uh, go over or sorry, do have more than their uh, projections and less than for Rashawn White. So hopefully we can put some more cash in your pockets. Again, make sure to go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use that promo code SGPN uh, for price picks. They'll match your first deposit of a 100% up to $100. All right, Chris, that's going to do it, my man, for this uh, NFL Week 11 Player Props uh, show. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? And that's the same message as always, man. First and foremost, always, always, always enjoy the game, right? Bet responsibly. Uh, you know, we, we kept these games because we, we enjoy the game first and foremost, you know, but, uh, you know, just make sure you're enjoying the game, man. Uh, you know, bet responsibly. And then, of course, if you guys want to, you can check out all my work over on uh, Twitter. I don't think I ever want to call it X again. You know, I probably should have never did that. So we, we're going to call it Twitter. Uh, check out my work over there, Crispy Cap and Two P's, Two N's. And also, you know, check out the other um, podcasts that are available, um, you know, through the PropCast as well and over on uh, SGPN because there's a lot of great guys doing a lot of great work. And we're cashing tickets left and right. So definitely be sure to subscribe, you know, leave a good review and check us out, you know, over on uh, on on Twitter as well, you know. Yep. Yes, sir. Make sure you follow uh, Chris on Twitter at Crispy Captain Two Piece Two Ends. And if you haven't already left us a rating and review for the Propcast, please go ahead and do so. Um, we'll be back next week as usual for the Propcast. Uh, we'll probably try to record early in the week of uh, because the Thanksgiving games are on Thursday and give some uh, time to our listeners uh, to get uh, to the pod because I know everybody will be busy with family on Thursday. Uh, till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.